This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Gabby. Folks, it's been a year. Literally. It has been a year, an entire year that we've been in lockdown as the country attempted to stop the spread of the coronavirus. And uh, at least for us, and we're sure many of you, that means we haven't done a whole lot in a very, very long time. We haven't hugged family members. We haven't gathered with friends. We haven't done a whole lot of activities that were once normal parts of our lives. Now, the good news is that it appears as though the worst is behind us and that thanks to vaccines and people who did their best to follow the rules and stay inside, this pandemic is coming to an end sooner rather than later. So we want to start today's episode off by saying thank you. Yes. Thank you, obviously, to the healthcare workers, the essential workers, the delivery drivers, the grocery store clerks, the teachers, and everyone else who made life livable during this hopefully once-in-a-lifetime event. Hopefully. And we want to thank you, the most essential workers of all. <laughs> yeah. The watchers of this show, mm -hmm. whose comments and messages over the past year about how our stupid little internet show has, even in some small way, made getting through this terrible year a little bit better. Yes, thank you. Those comments and the people who have reached out on Twitter or elsewhere, they've helped us cope with all this as well. And the fact that we were able to keep doing a show as safely as possible, knowing that we were able to provide an escape for some people while hopefully keeping them somewhat informed in between random terrible jokes, it really kept us going and it continues to obviously keep us going, but especially through the past year. So thank you for being there for us and uh, giving us something to look forward to as well. But yeah, it's been uh, quite a goddamn year and honestly, it feels like a blur, kind of. Uh, we went from Tiger King to the Snyder Cut so fast. Yeah. Uh, from the coping mechanism known as Animal Crossing to the complete face plant of Cyberpunk 2077. From watching Korean baseball in the middle of the night to pretty much every single sport just being back in full swing. That Fuck was it. a weird time. Just being yeah. like, hey, at 3 a.m., some uh, teams are going to play in Korea to a bunch of yeah. cutouts. We went from rooting for the Dinos to watching the Milwaukee Bucks come cam all in <laughs> the course of a year. Yeah. We went from sitting inside and doing puzzles to finally being able to feel somewhat confident going back outside and do some things. Yes. We're not fully back to normal, but it does feel nice to have some hope. As far as this channel goes, though, uh, one thing we'll never forget is one of the first things we did from the bunker. A live stream on St. Patrick's Day of last year with friends and drinks. So we're doing it again with one hell of a strange year in the rearview mirror. And with some guests that you'll probably recognize coming in and sharing all of our short stories from the past year and just shooting the shit. Uh, I am not sure too many exciting things happen, but it, you know. It'll, it'll be interesting. It is weird that I kind of look back at the first couple weeks of that as like, man, that was, it really just felt different. It was a different feeling. Like now it just kind of feels like, oh God. Yeah. But then it was just like, Hey, isn't it kind of cool? We're all staying inside. There's no traffic on the road. Well, it was exciting because it's like, yeah, you know, we do this for two, three weeks. We're good. We stopped the virus. Yeah. And then we get back to normal. Remember when the earth Just healed itself? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, wild. Anyways, it's been a year. So look, make sure to set a calendar event or uh, when the link goes live on our channel page, click the reminder button so you don't forget. But St. Patrick's Day live stream next Wednesday, March 17th, 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, also check our Twitter page. Links in the description to those. Uh, if we have some kind of update or change, that's the first place to know because can't just drop a video randomly. No. Anyway, now into the news after that long, sappy intro. And, uh, oh, look, some coronavirus news. Uh-huh. Everything's open for business. Yeah, let's go. Woo! Yep, even here in one of the most restrictive communist states <laughs> in the entire country, things are pretty much uh, just getting back to normal. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. Whether this is a good idea or not a good idea, only time will tell. And we should definitely know if this was a gigantic mistake uh, in about 
I don't know, three to four weeks, whatever yeah. the incubation period is for yeah. the virus. But the numbers are down. The hospitalizations, the ICUs and deaths, they're all down. So even Los Angeles has hit the threshold needed to open up places like gyms. And uh, that's right, movie fans. The movie theaters are opening back up. Mm-hmm. Got to go down to the arc light and watch a new flick in the Cinerama Dome. I mean, it sounds tempting. So I don't know. Does that mean we're heading out to the local multiplex? God, no. <laughs> uh, but if the numbers stay low and people get, keep getting vaccinated on the current schedule, then it's looking like maybe, just maybe, you can go do something without worrying that you might inadvertently kill someone's grandma. Yeah, because again, that was the point. The people that are old and sick don't want them dying. People that are young and healthy typically do just fine. I got but this, the way things uh, are, vaccines are going, especially here in California. Sorry, Canada. Uh, and sorry, potentially other states. But uh, it's looking pretty damn good. Yeah. So there's hope. But people are getting ahead of themselves. I'm on a... I'm I believe on, they are getting a little bit ahead of themselves. I'm on this text chain that I haven't even responded to. It was just a bunch of old friends I haven't seen in like a year being like, hey, guys, uh, bars are opening up. You guys want... I'm like, I'm, I'm not even going to re- fucking respond to this shit. No. Yeah, I'm not even like... No. I want the vaccine first. I can, I can yeah. wait on even outside dining. The inside dining, I'm like, no. Absolutely Please, not. no. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like we said, there are no shortage of states that are already wide open for stuff like this. But the fact that California is now lifting re- uh, restrictions, it just shows how far we've come. And maybe we're going a little too far ahead of the real hopeful results. But uh, what? here's some of the press that's going around today. Quote, Los Angeles County officially will move into the state's less restrictive red tier Monday. Red sounds bad. (laughs) It's better than purple. Uh, With the state achieving a milestone of 2 million COVID-19 vaccine doses in hard-hit communities and triggering an easing of requirements for counties to advance in Governor Gavin Newsom's economic reopening blueprint. L.A. County officials said the move out of the purple tier and into the red will be effective at 12.01 a.m. Monday, meaning indoor dining can return and movie theaters and indoor fitness centers can reopen, all at limited capacity. That's going to be so like people are going to be lined up Sunday night. Wait, if it's Monday at 1201, people yeah, are going to be down to the yard house at, at 1159 p.m. Well, also, line. isn't Sunday when daylight savings time switches? Did well, they factor that in? We're, it's all going to go crazy. Yeah, it's confusing. Well, daylight savings is usually on a Saturday going into Sunday, though, right? Oh, whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing everyone outside the local bar waiting for it to open at midnight. I'm just now feeling comfortable enough to, like, agree to go on a bike ride with friends. And maybe that makes me a giant pussy, but, like, we're so close. We are so close, I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, I would, like, yeah. There's probably a little to no risk, but I would feel like a real dingus. If, if you I, got it, like, if I got right, COVID-19, right like, from now moving forward. Like, yeah. I would feel especially like a fucking chump. Yeah. Anyways, doesn't mean either of us are running out to dine indoors, even if we can. But we completely understand people who do. Uh, all the foodies out there who've been missing that food. Yeah, or and, just social uh, interaction. I fucking yeah, get it. I get I it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, we are very happy for workers who are getting called back. And specifically here, uh, they can get vaccinated already, no yeah. matter what age they are. So as long as they're safe and the only people at risk are the ones who are fine with dining out. Yeah, that's fine. That's that's good. Because yeah. that was the biggest thing with the restaurants. It was like all these selfish people being like, what? I don't, I'm not worried. It's like, no, it's the people who have to like, fucking take your order and serve your food and are around hundreds of people per day, Mm -hmm. they're the ones who are in trouble. But at this point, it sounds like most of them have been vaccinated. Which is great, yeah. Or what, I mean, 
That opened up last week. So realistically, you probably should wait two more weeks or uh, yeah. four weeks, depending on if they got the single dose or double. There's just, it's, we're so close. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. What are we doing right now? Yeah. Like, and maybe what, I'm being over worrisome, but it just seems a little. Listen, once, once there's like the all clear, I'm going hard. Yeah. I'm going real hard. Yeah. I'm going to make up for lost time, but yeah. I just don't feel like I've earned that opportunity yet. It's going to look like fucking fear and loathing when me and Elliot take a convertible to Las Vegas when we get the all clear. I'm going to be walking down the street like that picture <laughs> of John Lennon where he's just, you know, yeah. you know the picture. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to walk. Yes. Anyway, for movie theaters, uh, it does look like they are doing low capacity and keeping people spaced out. Uh, not sure how it's going to balance for the theater chains monetarily because they have to make enough to ops- offset the operating costs. And in places where this was allowed, a lot of theaters were like, no, it's not worth We're not making any money. Yeah, it's like we don't make a profit doing this. We lose money on every screen. They're going to so. like analyze people's A-list status and see which whales came in and bought tons of popcorn and chicken fingers and be like, okay, you can come in. Yeah. Guy who visited MacGuffin's bar three times during the movie. You can come into AMC. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, I could see like the arc light, the Cinera- like the Cinerama Dome or like high capacity theaters like that, like where you can still fit like 150 people even yeah, with social distancing. Yeah, it's gigantic. Like I could see that maybe working, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess we'll see. But yeah, that's happening. Feels maybe a bit too soon. Uh, too soon for me. <laughs> really hope that uh, we're the ones that are wrong. We're the ones being overly cautious and there won't be a- any spike as a result of this, but we won't know for a few weeks. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, I mean, looking at the numbers from Texas, it's been open hundred percent for about 10 days now and they're still trending down, but 10 days might not be enough to really know. Look, we're hopeful, Yeah, but we're not trying to be doomers here. It's just like, it, it's, we're so close and I just don't want to fuck this up. It's, and I'm it's worried I just don't want to jinx it. Don't want to jinx the fucking thing. It's going so well. This is like dancing, like in the, on the five yard line, it's the person like, celebrating at the end of the marathon, and then yeah, yeah, yeah it just and I then they shit themselves because that's what you do. Yeah, like getting COVID at this stage—that's cringe. Yeah, you don't want <laughs> to do you it. You don't want to. But look, cringe. hey, America, prove us wrong. Challenge. They, America's really good at proving me wrong. Yeah, but usually uh, in, the in wrong a bad way. way. Yeah. yeah, prove us wrong in a right way. That is a challenge that we will be thrilled to lose. Yeah, but if you still want to just wait things out and are justifiably cautious about diving back into the outside world, there's literally more shit to watch on TV than ever before, thanks to the astonishing amounts of streaming services uh. that are out there fighting for your eyeballs. And one in particular is about to get slightly more affordable, while at the same time doing away with one of the reasons it was appealing in the first yeah. place. HBO, which is now an all-encompassing streaming platform named HBO Max, is going to start showing commercials for people who want to pay less. Now, obviously, the higher-tier model that debuted last year will remain the same and provide you with all that Warner Media content without those pesky ads. But if you're looking to save some cash and still check out their platform when something piques your interest, the option to watch things with ads and pay less, it'll be there in the near future. Even for actual HBO content? I think so, Elliot. Because I, I remember... It seems blasphemous. I remember when this was first brought up a year ago, a big thing was like the actual contracts for a lot of the HBO shows or something like that. The, I like, think the way that they can get around that is specifically like on shows... Like before that, and after? The shows that are uh, actually still under those contractual obligations, I think they are allowed to show... Uh, commercials and ads from within its own ecosphere. Meaning, they could show a Snyder Cut ad on Sopranos, or an ad for something else within HBO Max, but not like uh, an outside advertisement. Anyway, during a recent investor meeting, AT&T, which owns WarnerMedia, which owns HBO Max, they announced 
this new tier alongside some recent financials about the streaming service. From Deadline, quote, combined subscribers will reach 67 million to 70 million by the end of 2021. And HBO Max will reach 120 million to 150 million global subscribers by 2025, adding that the long-awaited ad-supported tier of the service will launch in the U.S. in June. Who was long? I guess the execs were long-awaited for this? I don't know. So it was noted that the ad-supported model would not include any of the new movie releases that are scheduled to premiere simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, an actual price has not been announced, but since we're good at predicting things when it comes to the entertainment industry, we're going to say that it will probably cost exactly half normal HBO Max price. So Mm -hmm. we're going to assume that it would debut at either $7.99 or $8.99 when it becomes available in June. Which seems... Look, I... I don't like this idea. I get it for free because I have AT&T internet now, which is great mm. uh, for at least a year, I think. But look, $7.99 was what Quibi was charging, albeit without ads. But did they ever even show ads at all? <laughs> like, did they get to the point where they were On actually Quibi? showing ads? No, I, I don't, don't know. I have no idea. I never used it. But that seems, I guess, fair. I, I don't know. But current subscribers accidentally got a little treat this past week, if you were already a member <laughs> of HBO Max, at least for a few brief moments, because somehow... Things got switched behind the scenes. Wires were crossed. Mistakes were made. And uh, oops, the Snyder Cut of Justice League was available on the platform 10 days early. But uh, anyone who was lucky enough to see it, or most likely confused uh, because they were just, I don't know, maybe parents attempting to turn on the new Tom and Jerry movie. Not the target audience. They were only able to witness uh, this presumed masterpiece for a few short minutes before someone having an absolute panic attack fixed the glitch and return things to normal. And those parents were very unhappy because right out the gate, Batman drops the F word. Yeah, the gay slur. Yeah, the gay slur. Like, this isn't the Tom and Jerry I remember. He's going to say Should have been a warning before this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whatever mistake was made resulted in the CGI live-action uh, Tom and Jerry children's movie uh, swapping places with the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Which is hilarious and probably resulted in a boost in numbers for that film as thousands of eager fans booted up the app hoping that the glitch was still active. Yeah, wow. Tom and Jerry performed really well, but people really dropped off after the first five minutes. I think they did this on purpose because they were worried about Tom and Jerry not uh, not getting seen. So, I, uh, I attempted to watch this movie and uh, it's it's not great. Tom and Jerry? Yeah. I mean, I just don't... I don't understand why they're turning like 90-year-old cartoons into new properties it's because has they any want, child even heard of this before because they want nostalgic parents to show their kids i guess but like, like i used to watch this kid even even the kids parents would have like the show went off the air decades before the parents were born i mean i watched tom and jerry a whole bunch though <sighs> look whatever anyway the guy who originally discovered this little snyder cut goof was able to see what appears to be a decent amount of the film before it was shut down and wb went after him for posting a clip of the film on twitter but he added that based on what he saw, quote, the CGI finally rivals that of Marvel, and you're going to love it. That's all I'm saying. No spoilers. Get excited. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyways, you don't have to wait much longer now because you can finally feast your eyes on this thing, whatever the fuck it is, the Snyder Cut. You wanted it. You asked for it. You demanded it. You harassed actors and producers to the point where they had no other choice but to satisfy your demands, the Snyder Cut's coming, baby. Next Thursday, March 18th, get ready. Put on a diaper, because this shit's three and a half hours long, and you're not going to want to get up and take a shit. You're going to shit right there in your pants while you're sitting on that couch, and you're going you're gonna to just, you're going to just stew in that poo. Yeah. Look, I'm going into it with an open <laughs> mind. Look, I, I've read all the articles about it. It sounds like he got a pretty raw deal from Warner Brothers, but 
That's not out of character for Warner Brothers over the past decade or so. Yeah. I'm hoping that it's great. I would I would love for it to be great. I think it's going to be better than what we got because the the Justice League we got was fucking trash. It was yes. one of the worst movies ever made. From the beginning of all of this, which, like, by the way, we remind you that we predicted this was going to happen on HBO Max specifically yeah. uh, half a year before it was so, even announced. It, it'll be better than the uh, Joss Whedon version, but that's an improvement that's very easy to accomplish. Yes. Um, I, I feel like anyone with uh, iMovie and some raw footage could have made that movie better by just deleting uh, sections of it. So yeah. uh, we shall see. Yeah. Um, Look, I'm excited. I hope everyone loves it. I, I hope you're all very happy. Look. Yeah, I'm going to put it on. I probably won't finish it. but I, It's going to be like me watching The Irishman where I'm just like, all right, this is going to take about three weeks. I still haven't even gotten around to The Irishman because I'm like, oh, God. Uh, I got I to gotta block out half a day for this shit. You really do. You got to get up in the morning and brew a cup of coffee for it. Yeah. It's like, all right, today, it's me and the Snyder Cup, baby. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, before we get into the rest of the news, including some new info about the uh, first and what we assume will be a long line of movies based on the college admission scandal, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Gabby. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now. So how'd you like to keep an extra $961 in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. That's why when you shop for insurance, you should check out Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. You just link your current insurance account, and in just minutes, you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. I did the whole onboarding process. It was very quick. They came right back to me with the list of every insurance company known to man uh, and comparing my plan with the rest of them. It was great to just have all the info Mm -hmm. right there in front of me. Yeah, like we said, though, uh, Gabby customers, they save $961 per year on average. So I bet that would be nice to have in your pocket. And if they can't find you savings, they'll let you know so that you can relax knowing that you do have the best rate out there. They'll also never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. Now, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance, so see how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check. There's no obligation. Head to Gabby.com slash newsdump. That is G-A-B-I dot com slash newsdump to check it out. Gabby.com slash newsdump. All right, back to the news now with a documentary that kind of snuck up on us. It has that much time actually passed. I, apparently it has. What is time? Yeah. Operation Varsity Blues, the documentary. It's literally about to be released on Netflix next week. This is my Snyder Cut. And based on the reviews that we've seen so far, it looks like it's a pretty good representation of the entire saga that took the world by storm when it was discovered that, oh my God, I am shocked. Shockingly, rich and famous parents were paying into a scheme that secured their children's place in prestigious colleges around the country. How what? this happen? What? There's no meritocracy in what the college admissions? institutions uh... would allow for this? Oh my goodness. Yeah, the documentary, it, it apparently focuses a bit more on the colleges and how it was so easy for people to exploit them to guarantee certain admissions instead of fully placing blame on the affluent families who probably didn't realize how serious of a crime they were committing. Listen, I commit uh, crime all the time. Uh, this is pretty low on the totem yeah. pole. Now, it doesn't look like they left those parents off the hook completely, uh, so don't worry about that. But it seems like it's more of an expose on how fucked up American colleges are and their faculty are for basically allowing this to happen until they got caught. Either way, I'm excited to check it out when it drops next week. Yeah. And apparently there was already a Lifetime movie based on this. Yeah. But it was, like, loosely based, not even accurate to the story at all. The Lifetime one went into production, like, the day the news dropped. Very loose on the based on a true story thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, based so, on actual events. Yeah. Uh, so that's exciting. But speaking of Netflix, the free ride that hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, have been taking for years might finally be over because new warnings 
have been reported that appear to show that Netflix, they're fully aware <laughs> that you are using someone else's account. And you need to cut it out, buddy. Yeah, they've known for a while. They, uh, they, uh, it was a couple of years back. They, in, yeah, they a, in an like, investor yeah, call, we, we're, we're keeping an eye on it. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, free rides over, buddy. The company <laughs> has definitely been aware of this for a very long time. It's not really secret knowledge that friends and family members sometimes share their account information with others so they can all enjoy the streaming platform. It's basically a meme. Yeah. Um, but recently alerts have popped up on people's screens that reads, if you don't live with the owner of this account, you need your own account to keep watching. You have 10 seconds to comply. <laughs> we will destroy this TV. <laughs> Uh, as for how law or, or how they're doing is, this, it it appears as though they're most likely checking IP address location uh, and corresponding that with the person who actually owns the account, making sure that that account is watching Netflix uh, from that location. Hmm. Now we'd assume that this is for people who are using other friends and family's accounts for extended periods of time, like like if if I gave my dad my login, which I have, yeah, and he's watching it from if Florida, it's like, in like different parts of the country, back constantly, and yeah, yeah, that, that uh, would make sense. That yeah, seems like it'd be pretty easy to find, and uh, yeah, should. But yeah, if you're watching Netflix outside of the home, it's harder to track because you should be able to. You should be able to go on vacation yeah. and log into your Netflix account, uh, whenever and wherever well, you what want. What about like VPNs? I I have just VP ExpressVPN turned on all the time. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe you'll get a warning. You'll let me know. Uh, either way, it looks like Netflix has finally had enough. And despite this most recent development just being a little test run, they might start cracking down on this harder in the future. Anyway, uh, hey, you know who's a guy uh, we uh, haven't checked in on in like, I don't know, a week? Yeah. Mike Lindell, hmm. the pillow man, Mr. My Pillow. So how's he doing? He's, he's probably doing okay by now, right? The, he, most of his drama's blown over. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. No. So he's apparently launching his own social media platform that's going to specifically cater to free speech patriots like him. Wait, that's giving me a bit of deja vu. Yeah. So I don't know. Does this guy, he, he, his background is in pillows, not apps. But he uh, is an entrepreneur. So yeah, what could possibly go wrong here, right? Yeah. He's got the moxie, and moxie's really all you need. Yeah. Uh, we are sure that the launch of this amazing new app will go very smoothly. And, uh, oh, oh, so he's already getting cease and desist for this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, yeah. he's still trying to launch a new platform, which he has called Volcel. Sorry, Vo no, Vocal. Volcel. Vossel, Vocal. Yeah. Which you see, that's a very smart um, name because it's obvious it's about being vocal, like, you know, free speech. It's also an acronym because, yes. Vocal stands for Victory of Christ's Love. Yes. It's just, okay, like obviously he came up with the name first, I guess, and then did the, the acronym afterwards. Like, oh, you know what else that could mean? Voice of Christ's Love. <laughs> Victory of Christ's Love. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, look. If you create an account on it, does it automatically put like a... Yeah, you get the, uh, the necklace. Uh, Jesus necklace. Yeah, instead it? of the egg on Twitter, it's, it's yeah. your picture, but it has a permanent PNG... Of the Jesus of the cross. I love this. Yeah. I, I'm going to make an account when this starts up. I don't think you'll be able to because I don't think it's going to get off the ground. No. Anyways, <laughs> it, it looks like he's uh, already about to be sued by an established website called Vocal with an A uh, from the Daily Beast. Quote, on Thursday, lawyers for Vocal's publicly traded parent company created Incorporated warned Lindell in a letter reviewed by the Daily Beast to change his social media network's name and surrender ownership of the Vocal.com domain name. If Lindell refuses to change the name, he could face a lawsuit. Uh, you think you're going to scare me with a lawsuit? I'm being sued for a billion dollars. Buddy, get in <laughs> line. <laughs> 
Created owns the trademark for using Vocal in a number of ways related to social networking, including creating virtual communities and online networking services. Along with surrendering ownership of the Vocal.com domain name, Created wants Lindell to destroy any products with Vocal branding and never use the name again. Quote, Created is prepared to take all steps necessary to protect Created's valuable intellectual property rights without further notice to you, the, re the letter reads. Uh, when asked on Friday morning about the new legal warning, an embattled MyPillow CEO and Trump friend replied, It has nothing to do with their trademark. I haven't even launched yet, but it has nothing to do with us. I'm with Mike Lindell on this one. These vocal people, uh, they're just, they're after clout. It's pretty obvious. It's a real shame that they would do this to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Why would God allow this to happen? Sounds like the work of Satan. Mm -hmm. Anyway, here's how Lindell pitched his new social media platform to uh, former White House strategist and World of Warcraft gold farming kingpin, Steve Bannon, on his show earlier this week. I've got a new social media channel that's going to be, it's YouTube, Twitter combined. You've never seen anything like it in the world. It's unbreakable. It's called Vocal, V-O-C-L. We're going to be vocal. This is going to be voices, voices that are unrestricted. You can go, th this is for freedom of speech and all the, everyone's going to come over there and we are just going to put out a stream of evidence and be able to say the words Dominion, Smartmatic. Election fraud, vaccines that mark of the beast. We're able to say whatever we want. That's called freedom of speech, First Amendment rights. Fuck yeah, I'm so. This is all going straight into that lawsuit, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just hit the record button. That's all you got to do. Anyway, yeah. As with everything else this dude does, uh, we'll be keeping an eye on it. Yeah. And can't wait to see how it pans out. But yeah, this is never happening. Because, it's called vocal. Because like. Mike Lindell doesn't know anything about If this anything. website is as good as his documentaries, I cannot wait to see what it looks like and how it performs under just um, barely any pressure from people signing up. See, if the FBI was smart, they would immediately just hire a web designer as a CI and be like, make this man's website. Do whatever the hell he asks. Yeah. To tell, yeah, free of charge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tell him he can, he can pay you in pillows. It'd be really funny. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's leave you on a few high notes here. Uh, first of all, there's a new IMAX poster for the upcoming film Godzilla vs. Kong, where it looks like they are engaged in violent, passionate sex with each mm. other. So that looks good. I've Maybe you'll so long. Yeah, you'll be able to put on your hazmat suit and go see that one in theaters. Or You're going to need the hazmat suit for all the cum you splooge out watching this sex between a giant monkey and a yeah. giant snake lizard. Rated R for extreme sexual gratification. Yeah, full penetration. Uh, yeah, hazmat suit or not, whatever. The world's open. Go nuts. Uh, <laughs> oh, and uh, we spoke earlier this week about how the acquisition of Bethesda by Microsoft and Xbox was finally complete. You know, that's great news for people who are subscribers of their Game Pass service. Well, as of Friday, you now have access to a ton of Bethesda games from throughout the company's history on both Xbox as well as PC. Uh, here's what's included so far. Dishonored 1 and 2, Doom 1, 2, 3, 64, and Eternal. Uh, the Elder Scrolls games got Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim Special Edition, and Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Evil Within, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, New Vegas is console only, That's unfortunately. Whatever. Which makes sense because New Vegas is one of the most poorly optimized PC games I've ever played, but still one of my favorite games I've ever I played. I was able to play it pretty well. I didn't have too many crashes, it, but they did exist. The longer you play New Vegas, the more corrupted your saves get. Well, so that was a problem because I, yeah. I think I played the beginning parts I stayed too long in certain areas and got really buff. And yeah. then I accidentally beat like one of the final bosses well before I should have. Oh. So, well, 
Uh, but there's also Prey, Rage 2, and all three of the recent Wolfenstein games. All of that is available right now if you've got Xbox Game Pass. So you, that should give you something to do this weekend. Yeah, I went ahead and redownloaded Oblivion, which I might try to play for the first time in over a decade. But uh, I'll probably give up because I'm sure I'm going to load it up and be like, wow, this looks like shit. The only thing I know about Oblivion is that the NPCs are very pushy. Yeah. Stop right there, criminal scum. <laughs> But yeah, uh, if you haven't played any of the Wolfenstein games, the first two are fucking incredible. And the third one's fine if you want to do some co-op with your friends. That game was unfairly maligned. Yes. Like, it was $20, I think. It, I, I think it was like 30 or so, but okay. yes. Okay, well. It was like half price of a normal game. Uh, yeah, most people just complained that it wasn't a full Wolfenstein game, which it wasn't, but... It was a co-op. Now it's free if you yeah. have this fucking Game Pass shit, so uh, definitely try it out. And you don't even really know that you're playing as a lady for all you uh, guy gamers out there. I mean, there's scenes where you guys hang out in the uh, in the elevator together and yeah. stuff, but, uh, you know, most yeah. of the time you can just pretend. Yeah. Because that's apparently what everyone was really mad at. I'm not a girl. Why am I playing as a girl? Why would they give Blaskowitz daughters? Uh, anyways, uh, the best game that I've played in a long time, my favorite game since, uh, I don't know, Among Us. Oh, Hades was my favorite game last yeah. year. And this is another, like, super indie game. It's from Devolver Digital. Uh, it's Loop Hero. So my understanding, it looks of... like shit. I'm gonna be honest. I like the aesthetic artistically. Yeah, it's pixel art. Right? But a lot of people are like, as soon as you see this, you're like, I'm not playing that. When it's done right, I like it. So my yeah. understanding of this is it's kind of like dominoes, where you like set up a bunch of things, mm -hmm. and then you just sort of hit play and see how it works out. Yeah, it's a bit passive. I mean, there's more to it than that, but basically, your your character's on a loop, and you build the world on the loop and around yeah. it based on beating or beating monsters and vampires and spiders and all kinds of shit, and they drop loot that you can put in to make your guy stronger. Uh, it's kind of automated, the fights and, and that, but it's, it's like a roguelike mixed with deck building, mixed mm. with strategy, old-school RPG aesthetics. Uh, it's a lot of fun, super addictive, and it's a great it's a great game that you can like, if you have two monitors, just surf Reddit and be like, oh yeah, he's doing yeah. something over here. Do, 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 do. But uh, it it's a blast, and it it actually feels really rewarding when you do good in the game because you're kind of learning the way that things should go and how yeah. to power up your character. Yeah, but it definitely means it's to, like twelve uh, bucks uh, the first week that it's. I think it jumps up to fifteen or something. Yeah, but it's uh, cheap. Yeah, I've been meaning to play this. Looks looks like a lot of fun. Like I said, you look at it and you're like, I don't know. But the, when I I saw it was on sale for twelve bucks, and I was like. All right, well, it's Devolver. They have a great track record, and at the very least, it's going to have a great soundtrack. So I'll give it a go. And then, like, within an hour, I was like, yeah, this is great. And good news for them, they sold 500,000 copies in the first week, which is insane. Damn. They got the next Valheim on their hands. Uh, anyways, that's it for uh, News Dump this week. We'll be back soon with some weird news for you, but don't forget, uh, once you see the thing pop up in your feed that we're doing a St. Patrick's Day stream, go ahead and uh, hit the reminder button, and uh, we'll see you here for uh, weekly weird news, but we'll see you... Uh, next week for more episodes and a live stream from the bunker. That's right. One year in. Did we survive? I don't know. Are we just projections of our former selves? Is Find out on dream? Wednesday. Is this hell? Yeah. Bye. Bye.